This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Whole Plant Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed the worship, and here we go. We are launching a new series this month, and it is called Recycle, Repurpose. Okay, and so um, we're going to jump right into the Word of God. I'm stoked to be here with you guys. I hope you're getting ministered to this year through Hope Land Church. And my prayer is that you're growing in your faith and growing spiritually like never before. And so let's do this. If you want to turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, we're going to read the first three verses in the Bible today. And then a couple other verses. And we're going to dive into this series today. Um, So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that it is your word. It is God-breathed. And Lord, we say, God, as we read it, as we study it, as we hear it taught to us and preached to us, I pray that you would breathe into us through it, the breath of life. Lord, give us life today through your word. Thank you, Father, that your word changes us and your word transforms us. In Jesus' name I pray, and everybody said, amen. Okay, here we go, all right? So recycle, repurpose. I know you've turned to your Bibles to Genesis chapter one, verses one to three, but I'm just gonna start out with really just this main thought, this main kind of statement for this series this month, and this is what it is, okay? Um, God will take you as you are, where you are, and who you are, and make something great of you and your life. I'm going to say that again. God will take you as you are, where you are, and who you are, and make something great with you and your life. Okay, so recycle, repurpose. You know, I, I believe, really believe God is the master recycler and the master repurposer. Okay, and so we're gonna hear some stories too online. We're gonna be sending out, uh, be posting these videos of people in our community just sharing stories of, of how God has repurposed some things in their life, even the most um, heartbreak, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching experiences and how God had repurposed that and recycled that for even a greater purpose that they didn't realize at the time. And God does that. He's in the habit of that. He does it all the time. He's done it throughout all, throughout the scripture and all throughout um, humanity. And so God can work with anything. Somebody say amen, okay? And God will start with nothing. He'll work with anything. He'll start with nothing. That's how God works. He is all sufficient. He doesn't need anything to start. He doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Um, He will start with nothing and he'll work with anything, all right? And you know, the devil and sometimes our own emotions and our mind and our outlook will always, can look at some, maybe not always, but can look at something and say, man, it's the end. And I'm here to tell you, when we think that, when the devil lies to us about that, I really believe with all of my heart that God looks at the same exact thing and says, it's just the beginning, all right? And so, so that, that, that's what we're talking about today. I mean, we got a, a month to go through this. Um, um, 
And so, uh, but today I wanted to just talk about God's nature in this, like that this is really in the heart of God. It's, it's a huge part of who he is and how he operates. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk about how God does that and everything, but, but really today is all about, all about God. Like this is, this is him. This is, this is how he dialogues and interacts with humanity. Okay, because of our fallen state and our condition, um, God will take us as we are, where we are, and who we are, and make something great of us and our life. Let's read this. Genesis chapter 1, uh, verses 1 to 3. Here we go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. All right, not, not, not a great situation. Didn't really start with anything. Am I right? God will start with nothing and he will work with anything, right? So the earth was without form, okay? There was no earth and, and, and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. So he had something without form. It was void and there was darkness. Somebody say nothing, right? Void, there was nothing. There was nothing, there was nothing. Right, and here it is. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. I really believe that God is attracted to what is void, what is dark, and what is without form. And when he steps on the scene, everything changes. Okay, this is creation. So when you look at Genesis, you, you see, when you can see how God starts and his whole, and even the creation of this natural world, this is how God starts. You could look it out and say, man, there's nothing here. It's over. There is nothing. And God says, <laughs> we call that book, what do we call it? Genesis, which means the beginning. I mean, God, you could look at something empty, without form, out of order, messed up, broken, darkness, and God goes, hmm, it is just the beginning, right? And it says the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, you know, let there be light. And there was light. Everything changed. God started to create order from the chaos. And he put his creativity in a framework of, of order. And there we have um, creation. Okay. And I really believe this with, with, with all of my heart, that if we as a church, I believe if we continue to focus on what is missing, what I mean as far as the out, the, the outreach of our church and the outreach of ministering and serving people in our city and community. If we can continue to focus on, uh, who is in pain? Where is their trouble? Where is there something broken? If we can continue to, to make an effort to, in a sense, be like God, let's find where there's a void where there's darkness, let's look and see where is something that's formless without void and there's darkness, and let's let's move into that area. Let's speak life into that area. I believe we will forever exist as a church, but um, until Jesus comes, if we can continue to focus on and, and, and help hurting people. I mean, and not, not try to just become some religious social club, make everybody feel good. No, let's be a church. Let's be a people that, like God. If you look at creation, he was hovering and attracted to 
an environment that was nothing, that was void, that was uh, formless, and there was darkness, and he created something from it. Um, I believe that's our responsibility as a church to continue to do that. Um, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Here's my first point, okay? And then we're going to read Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 14. But my first point is this, um, he redeems, okay? We're talking about recycle, repurpose, and we're going to just look at this and how God redeems us in that through the cross, Jesus on the cross, he redeemed us. Everybody say that with me. Say, he redeems, okay? Say it again. Say, he redeems, okay? Um, Titus chapter 2, verses 11 to 14. And I'm going to read all those verses and we'll just talk about them for a bit. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, verse 14, who gave himself for us that he might redeem somebody say he redeems come on say it again he redeems that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people zealous for good works all right speak these things exhort and rebuke with all authority let no one despise you he redeems. The Bible says here in verse 14 that he might redeem us from every lawless deed. That he might redeem us from every lawless deed. Okay? And so what does redeem mean? And I'm just going to give you um, a real just simple definition of this word. It's a very powerful word. And it means this, the word redeem in the Greek in this particular portion of scripture means to be, uh, to come completely out of, okay? He redeems us, to come completely out of, and then, and then it's, it's two part word. It means to buy, to buy up. This is, it's a, it's a marketplace word, to buy up from the marketplace, to, to completely um, bring out from and to purchase on the marketplace. That's what the word redeem means. So once again, the word redeem in the Greek, exagorazo, exagorazo. It's two words. Once again, ek means completely out from, and the word um, agorazo means to buy it from the marketplace. So this is what it means. It means that to take full advantage of seizing a buying opportunity, uh, making the most of a present opportunity because you recognize its future gain. So this is like a marketplace word. It's two words, ek. The word ek means out, out from. The, the word church in the Greek, ekklesia. It means the called out ones, okay? And this word um, is relative to the word church, but it has a different um, um, last part of that, ek. Agarazzo, okay? And so um, this is what it means. This is the basis of redemption. We're talking about recycle, repurpose. God will take you where you are, who you are, and as you are. That's what redemption is. You were, you know, it's, it's like a, 
You know, he, he paid the price for his blood. Just like somebody going into the marketplace to see something that they want. It's there. It's in its current condition. It's, it is what it is. It's, it's where it is. It's how it is. It's who it is. And that person in the marketplace says, man, I want that. I will pay a price for that to get that. I, that's what Jesus did for us. And once again, Titus 2, verse 14, who gave himself for us, gave himself for us, that he might redeem us, that he might take us out of where we were and to uh, call us to himself, okay? So this is what it means. Jesus paid the price to call you out, get you out of what you were in, okay? Jesus paid the price to call you out, to get you out of what you were in, okay? It's, and this is, this is the thing. Uh, we're talking about recycle, repurpose, and we're gonna just talk about the beginning of salvation. That, that is what happened, right? We were dead in our trespasses and sins. We were alienated from God because of our sinful lifestyle and we had no revelation of Jesus. So recycle, repurpose starts with redemption, okay? Um, he paid the price. You were a, God seized a buying opportunity on the cross, okay? God took full advantage of the opportunity to pay a price for you. Somebody say with me, he redeems, okay? Um, and look, it's not just that he has the desire to take you out. It's not that he just has the desire and the heart to deliver you, to bring you out of sin, out of your past, out of your shame, right? Out of your bondage, out of your addiction, out of your depression, out of your anxiety, out of your fear, out of your confusion, it's not that he just has the desire. Redemption is that he has the legal right to do it, right? Um, he did not steal us. He paid a price to get us. He has the legal right, okay? I, I like to look at it this way because this is the truth that it's not that God loves you and des just desires you. He actually has the legal right to possess us and take us as his own. Just like somebody going to the marketplace to purchase something, they make the transaction. You have the legal right to walk out of that store with what you just got. You have made a transaction. It is rightfully yours because you've paid the price to get it. And so the cross was a legal transaction that God initiated and that all of humanity has access to. Come on, somebody say with me, he redeems. He redeems, he redeems, he redeems, okay? All right, so, so here it is, my next point. You are worth his life. You are worth his life. We're gonna get into everything in your life God will use and, and he's going to, he's gonna take it all and he's gonna find a way to use it for his glory. But let's start with salvation. Let's start with not so much what we're called to do. Let's just start with us as people and the worth God placed on us. 
and the fact that he came and died for us and valued us. Uh, the cross is a lesson in value. It's a lesson in, in how much God has valued us that he would go out of his way, out of heaven, be born of a virgin, walk the earth as a man, a God-man, live a sinless life, die a sinner's death, um, go into the center of the earth for three days and three nights, rise again the third day. And all that was so he could get you to himself. Come on, somebody. Somebody say he redeems. All right. If you're with anybody, look at him and say, you are worth God's life. All right. You are worth his life. Here we go. Next verse. Romans chapter three, verse 23 to 24. Romans chapter three, verses 23 to 24. He redeems and you are worth his life. It reads, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All right. That, 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 is a, that is a settled issue that is truth, that nobody is, is, is exempt from this truth. We have all sinned and we fall short of the glory of God. Verse 24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption. Somebody say redemption. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. This is the same word in English, redeem, redemption, but it is a different word, a totally different word in, in, in the Greek language. It, and it's kind of uh, correlating the same thing, but it's a different word. So I really wanted to talk about redemption today and what it means. So that first word, it means that you are brought out of and purchased, okay? You, that God paid the price to call you out and to get you out of where you were. All right, he paid the price to get you out of where you were, okay? His price got you out. That's what that first word means. His price, the cross, got you out, out of sin, okay? Got you out of the guilt, got you out of the shame. His price did it. The price he paid got you off the, the, the marketplace, all right? in a sense, got the, uh, relieved you of the debt of your sin. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Here's the second word here. When it says that, uh, that in, in Romans uh, chapter three, verse 24, being justified, justified freely by his grace. How? Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. All right, this is what this word means. It, and, and, and it kind of means the same thing, but there's some differences here. And I wanna share this with you. Okay, I'm gonna to try to say this word in the Greek, and this word in the Greek is apolytrosis. Apolytrosis. Okay, I'm not a Greek scholar by any means. I'm trying my best to say it, but apolite apolytrosis. Apolytrosis. All right, I'm gonna stop there. But it means to, to buy back from, to repurchase, okay? Winning back what was previously forfeited or lost. So this word really kind of talks about that the condition we were in when he got us, okay? It wasn't like he saw and saw, sees value in us when we're at our worst. That's the point. Our true condition is that of sinful, broken, 
confused, whatever it is and wherever you were, whoever you were, however you were prior to knowing Christ, there was this true condition and Jesus paid a price while we were still in that condition because he saw something underneath the surface of your drama and your trauma. He saw something in you of great value underneath the surface of your issues, of, of your problems, of your troubles, of your what you've done, how you've lived, you know, the shame, whatever. He saw something in you of great value. That's why I said we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption, okay? That 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 he to re purchase okay it emphasizes this is beautiful this is what this word means okay this word in the Greek redemption it emphasizes the distance or safety margin okay that results between the rescued person come on somebody say that's me somebody say I've been rescued actually one of the definitions of salvation soter soterion the the Greek word Actually, the word rescue is in there, okay? So th this speaks of this emphasize, this word redemption emphasizes that there is a distance created. There is this safety margin in the transaction that results between the rescued person and what previously enslaved them. Somebody say this with me, say there's distance between me and the sins of my past, all right? He will, he will distance us from those things. Redemption has distanced you from the shame of your past and where you are and where you're headed in God. Hallelujah. Apolytrosis. Apolytrosis. Repurchase. All right, repurchase. God wasn't like, you need to get it together before I get you. You need to clean up before I get you. You need, to, you need to deal with your stuff. You need to get your sins together before I get you. No, you don't need to get anything together. You need to just come to him, open up your heart and soul, open up your life, be real with where you are, be honest about where you are, come real to God, come open, open heart, open mind. God, I need you. God, I'm broken. God, I'm, I'm depressed. God, I'm in anxiety. God, I'm in fear. Jesus, save me. Jesus, take me. That's what I'm talking about, repurchase. And he will distance you, okay, from what previously enslaved you. Hallelujah, redemption. He redeems, he distances you. Do you realize that he will, he, will, he will separate you from your sins? He will take you out of where you were and what you absorbed in those unhealthy environments, he will take that out of you. He will deliver you, he will distance you. There is some safety margin between me and what used to enslave me. Somebody say, man, come on now. And hallelujah, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. He redeems and you are worth his life. Here we go. The whole nation, the whole notion of redemption. Here it is. The whole notion of redemption. The whole notion of redemption is that there is this actual place you were in that you are not in anymore, okay? The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. There is something about redemption, this notion of it, when you have a revelation of Christ, 
that 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 he he took you out of something. He separated you from something. There is distance. There is there is darkness. There is sin. There is shame. There is there is abominations. There is iniquity. You know there whatever it is, fill in the blank. There is distance between. He purchased me in a state I was in, and he has changed me and distanced me from it. That is redemption. Okay, you know you know someone saved. Okay, you know when somebody saved. All right, because they easily and naturally discuss this former life. I'm not just talking about people going to church, trying, quote unquote, trying to be good. I, and I, I praise God for people that are, that, that are making an effort. But I'm here to tell you right now, this is salvation is not the work of man trying to get better at life. That, that, is, that is not the gospel. That is not Christ. We do make an effort in our walk, of course. But from the onset, I was purchased. And God separated me from something. God delivered me. Uh, I have received Christ. I have humbled myself and, re right, and received Christ. And there's a, I've been redeemed. This is, I did not pay to get out of here, out of this mess. I did not do any. I, I, I humbly received what he did. Okay. Um, they, 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 people, you know that people are saved, man. Because they, they have a way of, they can't help themselves. But they start talking, let the redeemed. The redeemed of the Lord say so redeemed people got something to say. They got something to say. You know, you hear things like, man, this is what I used to do. This is where I used to hang out. This is how I used to talk. This is how I used to live, right? There is this, there is this, the, 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 we, those that are saved, those that are walking with God, that have history with God and, 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 and grow in God, they, they easily naturally discuss the former life, the old man, my old ways, the former way of thinking. You know, th this, is, this is who I used to be type of talk, right? Type of thing, right, man? Yeah, yeah share your testimony. Oh, man, when before I, you know, you hear, the, you hear him say that yeah, before I met Jesus and, and before I came to God. I mean, and even some people in their stories, like, man, I was going to church, but but something was missing and God, you know, and, 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 I, and I changed. I am not the same. I have this friend, he's a pastor down in Oceanside. I used to preach with him a lot. Uh, we used to be on the preaching team down there at a church and he now pastors a church down there. And he came out of the, he was a rapper and he, they, were, they were pretty good. They, they opened up for some people and, and that's what they were doing. But after he got saved, he changed the name of his rap group to, um, to IBS, you know, I've been saved, right? Like I've been, I've been saved. Okay. Look at somebody and tell them I, I've been saved. Okay. Look at somebody and tell them I am redeemed. Okay. So, so God takes you out, out of shame, out of sin, out of the world. God purchased you with his own blood. He bought you. Look at knowing the future impact you'd make. I mean that he, when he made that purchase, he saw, he saw an impact you're going to make. He saw how you're going to change your world. He saw that he's going to get a return on the investment on your life. Okay. Um, you know, and through his son, you know, the Bible talks about how, how through, through Christ, um, through the cross, he has brought many sons to glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, in this, in this, this second word, uh, redemption, it also means, this is what it means. Somebody say this when we say, I am redeemed. 
it, it speaks of this. This is by definition. Look, um, we as Christ followers, we look back to God's effective work of grace, purchasing us from the debt of sin and bringing us to our new status being in Christ. All right? Hallelujah. Say this with me. Say he redeems. Say this with me. You are worth his life. Here's the next one. Next point. He restores. He restores. He redeems and he restores. Look at this. Mark 8, 25. We shared this uh, verse a couple weeks ago about um, the blind man from Bethsaida. Remember when God touched him again? But I just want to pull one verse out of here once he healed him. Mark chapter 8, verse 25. And it reads, when he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up, and he was restored. Somebody say that with me again. Say, God restores me. Okay, he, and he restored, and he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Okay, uh, Psalm 23 says, he restores my soul. All right, and this word restore in the Greek, it means um, to restore back to original standing. Okay, so once again, um, God will take you where you are, as you are, and who you are, and he will do something new. He will restore. He will bring you back to your original standing that existed before we messed up. That is what God does, okay? It means to re-establish, okay? Um, you know, restore back to full freedom, okay? I think at salvation, many times we can look back and celebrate how God took us, Be, you know, and, and wow, when his love and his mercy. And I think at times we have to be very watchful as Christ followers that we don't lose sight of this, that same grace and mercy is here now in your life. It's a trip. Oh, somebody could sit there and talk about how much God loves them and took them out of where they were and that, how, how horrible life was and how horrible I was before. And then when you have a mess up or you're trying to work on things as you're following God, we kind of beat ourselves up in, in the process and know the same grace that saved you is the same grace that's gonna continue to work in you and bring freedom and deliverance and healing today, all right? And so, um, you know, he is going to restore, okay? And once again, th th this is the beauty of God that redemption just isn't forgiveness, right? He changes your, your condition, your position, and your life, there is fruit. It's not just, oh, I forgive you, and and but and, and, and he keeps you in your sin. No, he forgives. And redemption by definition is out. Like it means to um um to come out, like fully out. And I think in one definition, it actually repeats like the word, and and it's like out, out, like seriously, and in the definition, it's like out, out, like fully out, like I'm out, out, I'm, I'm saved, saved. There's emphasis on the, on the, on the prefix ek, ek, out, and so restore is the same thing. 
is that restored just doesn't mean that God takes you right where you are, but this is what it means. This is what it emphasizes, okay? This is what it emphasizes in the Greek. It emphasizes separation from the former. It emphasizes a change. It emphasizes a separation from the negative influence, okay? So I can move forward in what God's called me to do, all right? Say these with me again, folks. Say them with me. Say them with me. Say, he redeems. I am worth his life, and he restores. All right, this is my last point, folks, okay? Here it is. The next one, he renews. Somebody say recycle, repurpose. Look at this. Just say, Lord. Say this with me. Say, Lord, recycle it. Lord, repurpose it. I'm here to tell you every sin, all shame, all guilt, all heartache, all pain, God will find a way to recycle and repurpose. He stepped in. Genesis 1, the earth was formless and void, right? And darkness hovered over the face of the deep. And the, you know, and there was darkness over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. And God said, let there be light. There was light. I'm telling you, this is in the nature of God to take something and to start with nothing and work with anything. He will do it. He will do it. He's done it before. He will do it again. Um, and, and, you know, God's going to do that. He's going to redeem. He's going to restore. And he's going to renew. There's a really cool gospel song by John, John P. Keat, one of my favorite gospel artists. And, 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 it, and it's something like, um, I made it out. I made it out all right. Okay. I want you to say that with me. Say, I made it out. I made it out all right. Okay. Brought me out. Called me out. Out of sin. Out of shame. Okay. Out of the world. Called us out. Get us up out of there. Okay, here we go. He renews. Titus chapter three, verses four to six. Verses four to six. Okay, this is, as we start this series this month, guys, I want to really just emphasize that this is literally how God works with every human being on the face of the earth. This is how he works. He takes us, receives us, and calls us, all right, as we are, where we are, and who we are. And he makes something great of, our, of us and our life. It's what God does. Titus 3, verses 4 to 6. Sorry, verses 5 to 6. Verses 5 to 6. Um, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Somebody say amen. Look at somebody and tell them you can't be good enough. But according to his mercy, he saved us. But according to his mercy, he saved us. But according to his mercy, he saved us. But according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Renewing. He renews. Renewing of the Holy Spirit. Whom? poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, okay? And I'm gonna close with this, this definition of renew, okay? I'm trying to say these words today in the Greek. Ana, 
kenosis, anakenosis, okay? Once again, I mean, there is so much, so much language in the word of God, okay? Where there's this, in the English language, this prefix re, re, reconcile, renew, rebuild, redeem, restore. I mean, this is in God's word, okay? This is how he works with us, all right? So renew, this is what it means. It means completing a process to make fresh, okay? And this is how you put these two words together because it's two words in the Greek. A new development achieved by God's power Another word, renovation, okay? So, so when the Bible says, I'm gonna read it again, okay? But according to his mercy, he saved us. Titus, verse five, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive a regeneration, a renewing, a new development in your life achieved by God's power. When you receive the Holy Spirit, God begins a renovation process. You know, if, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. God promised I will do a new thing. He renews. Hallelujah. He renews. And let's say these again. And I'm gonna close this out in prayer today. But he redeems. Say that with me. Say he redeems. Look at somebody else. If you're with anybody else and tell them you are worth his life. Say, say this with me. Say he restores. Say, say this with me. He renews. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Be encouraged today. And in your, in your walk with Jesus is that God is in the business of taking you as you are, where you are, and who you are, and making something great of you and your life. Somebody say this when me. Say, I am redeemed. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everybody joining in our gathering today. I pray that you encourage them, that you stir them in, in, in the spirit of God. God, that you, Holy Spirit, would continue the regeneration and the renewing, renovating work in their heart and life today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed the message and my prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you've heard today if you're ever in the la area join us for one of our weekend gatherings and don't forget to follow us on social media peace